0: welcome to the in Them and me podcast i'm chizzy of the daughter and mother duo from the in Them and me podcast show this show was brought to you by our love for chatting about every and anything it's a show where we discuss what we watch experience and think we're an Igbo mother and daughter duo, and we hope that you enjoy. Ciao! Hi everybody, welcome back to In Them and Me. This is Chizzy.
1: This is Nkoli. Chizzy's mom.
0: <laughs> and today's episode, we are going to be talking about names, specifically Igbo names, their meaning, why they're important, how they manifest in someone's life and our experience with them.
1: Um I'm I am aware that many um situations and many countries and many cultures have different uh ways and reasons of naming. But naming is in the Igbo culture is huge. Is huge because we believe that a name is not just to identify you, but that you leave your name. Mm. That your name directs your present and your future. That your name also is uh, an indication of your historical background and your pedigree. So naming is not just, um, okay, female child A is called that, or female, male child B is called that. No, it identifies who you are, it brings your past together with your present and then continues to project what you are in the future. Which is why names like Asika exist. Asika Abolo. That means if you want the relationship to continue, then it will continue. You know, things like that. It is also um, big because it doesn't involve just the parents. It's not a matter of uh, John and Uncle and uh, Mecca or... Uh, Chichi and uh Ugochuku are married and they name their child, whatever they want to name their child, whatever because they their fancy. It involves generations, it involves both parents on parents on both sides. They bring names. It in fact it's it's not it's frowned upon and it's um I don't want to say it's 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 not a crime or anything, but it's frowned upon to single-handedly give your child a name without involving parents. Because the parents that give birth to you understand your past way more than you do. And therefore, they bring that knowledge into the present and the future of your child. So it is very it is very common to have a child have four names. One from the uh, maternal grandparents, one from the paternal grandparents, one from the parents and, you know, and so on and so forth. And the combination of all that is what we believe um, becomes that person. And that person tries to live up to. Sometimes when there's a social phenomenon that surrounds that birth, it is also used as the uh, uh, um, basis for a name. So you see it's not something that we take lightly. Um sometimes it is even debated, like if you the grandparents can offer a name or suggest a name, and the parents might say, Oh no, it doesn't quite, you know, or advice but it doesn't quite reflect what we want that child to be. So we are very careful with naming children. And uh we are also very sensitive. To the sources of their name. Mm. Not everyone can name a child. And, uh, That's a really good point. Oh yes, not everyone can name a child. Not everyone is, you know, is called upon to bestow a child what will become your identity from this point to the rest of your life. It's huge.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, um, I mean, besides your parents. I I can't really think of one thing that you take on that stays with you forever because the parents will eventually pass away but your name stays with you Mm. to the grave and beyond the grave so it is it is huge it is huge and and we take it very very seriously so in the Hebrew tradition and custom there's many things that go into the name sometimes some people even go to consult you know sometimes people are named after their late parents or late grandparents because there is that desire for the that child to continue to live like that Like you know your brother is named after
0: oh, the grandpa um,
1: my my father yes my father in
0: grandpa and grandma uh
1: yes grand exactly my father in law and my mom. You know, So it wasn't, it was, we thought about it seriously, we, 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 we designed it that way, we wish it upon him. I speak that, each time I call him his name, I'm also actually, if you like, conjuring the spirit of, you know, my father-in-law. Um, and, 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 and so also, if someone is not, um, what would I say? Someone they didn't live an exemplary life. You know, I know some families who actually change their name because they have quote unquote um circumstances that they're not very proud of.
0: Like their last name. Or names. they
1: want to forget. Yes. Hmm. Or they want to forget. You know, if there's contention, if there's uh murder, if there's
2: crime <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> oh yes it is true if there's a history I know that some families know nature you know you, you ask about and they say oh no those people are the ones that their great grandfather murdered somebody in cold blood or in anger they are known to be very troublesome things like that some people have shortened their names or adopted uh, the name of if you like a better citizen within the family so for example, you can be, in names out there, you can be, your original family name can be something like, um, I don't want to mention a real name, but <laughs> let's just say, because you can be mis- mis- misunderstood too, but let's just say, let's just do something like Johnny, uh-huh, okay?
2: Uh-huh.
1: It can be something like Johnny. And the last name of Johnny has become one that is stigmatized for one reason or the other, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. So... Two generations down the road, there becomes one single person within that journey family who is exemplary in the eyes of the family. And his name is Paul. Mm-hmm. Everybody else might decide to now adopt his name and go with Paul. Mm-hmm. So they will all from that moment on become Kemeka Paul or Chike Paul. Mm -hmm. You know, and when you really think about it, that is how names are adopted in the first place. Last names are in the first place. At some point, there has to be maybe, I guess, a termination of the history and then a continuation. You know, Mm -hmm. so I know some people who get married and mostly in a polygamous home to differentiate the children born of this man, of the one man, through a different mom Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. So, one of them, if you get married and you have children, you may decide that your children will take your first name as their last name. Mm. So um, let's say your brother gets married tomorrow and he's a wheelchair, but his name is 1 before He might decide that even though he continues to answer uh, 1 before here, that his children will then go by, um, let's say his child's name is Chike. his child will then go by Chike. Mm-hmm.
2: you
1: know, or chike, wetchia,
2: hyphen to
1: differentiate that that wetchia is the one linked to the current one before something yeah. like that. Yeah. So that is the history that we have about names. That is how we can evolve, and that is the weight that we give to the naming ceremony, which is why it is done. I believe it's after the child has survived certain number of days because remember years I did ago not
0: know that.
1: yeah infancy um uh what's the verbage now infancy
0: Mot- mortality was, rate
1: mortality rate was very poor mm-hmm. so you want to make sure that the child has if you like lived long enough that you can then confidently name them knowing that they'll continue. Also it gives time for the grandparents to be informed there was no telephone grandparents will be informed, they will think about you, they'll sleep about you, they'll send the names that they want the child to bear, and then there'll be a naming ceremony. So if, when the child is born to the naming ceremony, the child is not called anything. You know? Okay, this
0: is something that specifically Igbo people do.
1: Yes. Again, yes. You Remember, I said we we're talking from the point of view of the Igbo culture because I can't speak for the other cultures in Nigeria. Because I really am not.
0: Yeah, but um, that's why. That's I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't. I knew that Yoruba people did that. I didn't know that Igbo people did that. I never knew that before. That that was. I, I don't know what um how many days theirs is or like the specific details, but mm-hmm. it sounds similar. So did you did you have a, a naming ceremony?
1: Yes. Yes, I did. Um, because we are Christians, what we have done is to allow that to evolve where we now, if you like, call it a baptism.
0: Okay, that makes sense. You know? Yeah.
1: So, so we do all together. Because mm-hmm. at that point, we add the Christian name, we add the church blessing to it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But definitely, um, when you all were born, I knew what I wanted, you know, to name you guys. Guided by my thoughts and my feelings and my spirituality. Daddy and I discussed it, but we also waited for the grandparents to send names. You know? And um, in your own case, because you were I had I knew I was going I was going to give birth to you outside of Nigeria, I had already informed them. So they had given me an idea of what names they were thinking about. Mm-hmm. Based on the circumstances, or you know, surrounding your, your, you know, our having you and all that, so um, you have to give names in the hospitals, yeah, for the child, yes. Yeah. So we had those in our mind that we confirmed it by telephone before we made it official by adding that name. However, the announcement that the child has arrived and this child is now called Chizitelu, Carlos and all that is, you know, a, a formal. Of course, the Naming ceremony has continued to modify based on our um, religious, cultural, and geographical circumstances these days. You know, mm-hmm. but yes, has essentially um, stayed um, at least the core the core components of of naming a child has stayed the same. Okay. In that it is not something that we do alone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, we don't just. Uh, make it up at random you know
0: okay so who who named you the names that you have
1: okay good question <laughs> my name is my name is Uncle. my my ibo name is agama kolinka my english name is stella you know and um uh, my other name is chibob huh yes what do you mean by her? You never
0: told me that.
1: Oh my God. So
0: we have the my same, is... we have the same. Yes.
1: Yes. But it's so funny because Uncle Ben, who stands for your uh, grandfather, named you Chibog.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I was named in Koli by my parents because I was born during the Nigerian Civil War. Mm-hmm. And it Agama Kolinka means I will live to tell, you know, to talk about the trials of this situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that is Agama Kolinka. My grandparents named me Chibog. My grandparents on my from my mother's side named me Chio.
0: That's so weird.
1: Yes. My uh, grandparents on my father's side, my grandfather on my father's side. Uh did not provide the name at that time, and I believe that I heard Grandma say something to the effect that uh he had lost his sight mm. and he he with all of the children he didn't really provide their name because you know that idea of seeing the child and you know looking into their eyes and if you like connecting with the spirit was missing mm. that's what he believed in. Mm-hmm. Then, um, Stella is the English name that I have. The Stella, the star, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, to shine through the, if you like, the great circumstance of the war, the Biafran War in Nigeria, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you can see that the circumstance of my birth, which was the Nigerian Civil War, the hopes of my parents, which is to leave past that and tell the story, And to shine through it and to survive it as in Chibogu that, you know, God has, God will continue to, uh, um, how do you put it now? That uh, Chibogu means um, God
2: is my medicine.
1: Yeah, God is the healer. Yes. Mm. You know, God is my healer. So all of that comes into being. The hopes, the circumstance, the future aspiration. In these three names, you can get it all. And that's what, those that put a name me, and that's what my name stands for. Oh. So, mm-hmm. and I believe I've lived up to it. I'm living up to it. I'm the signing star. <laughs> <laughs> I survived the physical war. Yeah. And in everyday wars, you yeah, know, yeah. I marched through it. Some might defeat, some might, they, they, they slow me down, but I rise and I shine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've held on to my chi. As my healer.
0: That is, I, I'm not. I'm really shocked. <laughs> like, I can't. Why are you be, shocked? Because how am I finding out now that we have one of my middle names is the same as yours? I'm re, like, I'm very like, yeah, like, yeah. Wow. and it's
1: actually is is actually a very good thing because you can see, you can connect the dots, and you can see the focus that we all have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like some families, their names are something like Tabanse or Chieginal, something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, some names I can't remember right now. All about um, answering back to society, trying to prove a point, Mm -hmm. when there's contention, you know, uh, you 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 you, uh, you know, during the birth of a child, or in some their circumstances of poverty, you know you name children things that reflect that.
2: Yeah.
1: You know some of them not too too good, depending on how you interpret that. Others as a reminder, you know. Yeah. But ours have. In my family, in our family generally, on a when I think about all the names, ours have all been geared towards positive, God, and um hoping hope mm-hmm. for the future.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there hasn't been anyone that is like throwing someone in shade because you can actually throw in shade with a name.
0: Yeah. It mm-hmm. takes our conversations about you seeing yourself in me like even further now, because I didn't yeah. know that
1: yes. and the, and and the fact that although the sources of the name are different, you know, mm-hmm. not even in my own family, but in your
0: wow, okay. I I just feel like that t- now that I know this information it takes the
1: in your um, in your dad's family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was named of course I don't know, I didn't know the witches but still it is a meeting point which I really believe and I, not only be I know that nothing about us is by chance. Hmm. everything is guided by that ultimate power.
0: Hmm. So, Do you know the story of how daddy was named or maybe how your siblings were named or maybe even your parents or your grandparents?
1: Yes. Um, with daddy, I can only deduce from his name, but I can't be, you know... Too sure because it's possible that he was given the name Chukuma for what it means, or it could have been named after somebody else. That's also Chukuma. So I don't know that, but I know, for example, my mom. My mom was named Abageli.
2: That's nice.
1: Abageli. Uh, she who has come uh, um, into wealth to enjoy wealth.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, her parents suffered death of multiple children before she was born. And uh, when she was born, they were just like with other uh, previous births. They were not um, fully confident in how long she would live. Also, by the time she was born, her father was already, because there were multiple births before before, Trillium, before her, her father was already, he, he was young, but he was also, you know, an industrious man. So he was already wealthy. When they were naming her, they were naming her with the hope that she will stay on because now she has come to the plenty
2: mm-hmm.
1: in their family. Mm. She was also named Victoria when you think about it, one, after the queen, but most importantly, to be victorious, to be a winner of life.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So her names were, obviously, Victoria. called she who has come to enjoy the wealth and the plenty in this family, who will remain victorious, you know? Mm -hmm. And who would live like a queen because she was born into plenty. So that was uh, your auntie, my sister, Ngozi, uh, her name is Ngozi, Ngozi Chukoka. Her English name is Eunice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ngozi Chukuka means the blessing of God is the greatest. As a first child, I believe it was, you know, my parents thought it was appropriate to know that you have blessed this family by your presence. So that just means God has blessed us, you know, through you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Ngozi Chukuka. Her English name, Eunice, she was named after grandpa's, your grandpa's uh, mother. Wow. Mm-hmm. my grandmother uh, and your great-grandmother her English name was Eunice and you know that uh, she passed on when your grandfather was I believe it was when he was five years old mm. very young anyway mm. you know and you know and he says it without being shy that he doesn't he didn't have the advantage of of uh, the nurturing of a mother and he never failed to let anybody know that that's one aspect of him that he misses and wishes he had. So once he had a girl first, he was trying to call on to call forth, you know. His mom. The his mom. Mm. Yes. So he named her Eunice.
2: Wow.
1: You know? Uh, uh, my brother, your uncle, mm-hmm. my first uncle, his name is, uh, name the Bernabeu, that means it is never, it's, it is never too early to change. No. How do I say it's, if, if, uh, today is, is the, the, the beginning of good things to come mm-hmm. and it's never too late for good things to come. Mm-hmm. You know, and his English name is Victor. So, from Victoria. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a, a Victor. So, um, as the first son, as the one that would continue the legacy of the fam- family, in his parents' eyes, it was like, you know, we have been blessed. First, the first child was the Chukuka. God has blessed us, and God's blessing is the ultimate. To so the fact that this is the beginning, start the This is the beginning of our blessings. You know, mm-hmm. this is, is well with us from today onwards, and it's not a too late to be well.
2: Okay, so
0: where did
1: are...
0: where did they na come from?
1: Mm, na, just like na. Remember, it's an endearing name,
2: mm-hmm.
1: really. Mm-hmm. You know, the, me, the the girls are called that means mommy, just like how the uh, the Hispanic will call their child, mom, you know, Patty or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So the same thing. then that is. You know, a, a, a boy, boy. Just by calling him boy, okay, that's that's how it came about.
0: Until this discussion, I realized that I I never actually knew what his real or what his um official name is.
1: Because myself and then my younger brother is Oguediofo Daniel. Now, after naming his first son, after naming his daughter after his mom. Um, he named his son after himself. That's Daniel Jr.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's my younger brother. Mm-hmm. The Oguedio four, he was born again, just like me, uh, at the tail end of the war, Nigerian Civil War. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I also know, Brahma told me, that between myself and my brother, there's a four-year gap, and he had lost um a child. Okay. So that upgrade you're for is um I, I come into this trial
2: mm.
1: with um, my hands clean. Mm. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and therefore I would win. Told me that she had a a difficult period with child bearing and losing a child between myself and my younger brother. It was also a very stressful time as the war was ending
2: mm.
1: and uh, you know that we all made it alive and survived it is by the grace of God. Mm. So it's, we have survived this because yes, of where you are for.
2: Mm. You know? Yeah.
1: Mm. The twins were born way after the war, the civil war. And I know for a fact, I was old enough to know that there are two names were given by grandma, my grandma, mm-hmm. your great grandmother, mm-hmm. you know, and they were named mm-hmm. and Friends were going through a difficult time. hmm um, perhaps in their marriage, perhaps in the economics of finances, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, mean, silence is mm-hmm. wisdom, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It literally translate to don't say anything, let God take care of it, mm-hmm. you know. And means God uh, is in control of all things in life and uh, in the heavens. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Or, when you when you can use that in to mean future. You know? Yeah. Okay. So, Chi Wei is the God that determines our future. So, those were their, their, their names, yes.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's take it to the future. Okay. Okay. So, I know that my first name... Okay, you named my first name. Mm Mm-hmm. Grandpa on your side named me my first middle name. Mm Mm-hmm. And Uncle Ben named me my second middle name. Yes. Okay, so then, okay, when the deciding of names was coming, was it that the first name that they thought was what was given to me, or that there was like different options and ideas, and then the be- the, the one you liked the most, you picked.
1: Mm, no, we didn't do it that way because it's not something that they do just you know throw in a couple of names here and there. They think it's through. Mm. So people actually coin the name. It doesn't have to be a name that's already existing. Yeah. You know. And honestly speaking, when I named you, when I came up with the name Cheese Telemonka, I really hadn't heard about it before, and. I am yet to know of anyone who has that name, Chizitello, mm. who is older than you. Mm. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. There are so many forms of it because in Igbo language, we have different dialects, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's possible that they are, but that formation, Chizitello, mm, mm. is particular in our Anisha dialect. Yeah. And I came up with that because I said, you know, God really sent this child specifically for me. Of course, literally, every child, God sends every child for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it won't be the parent. But what I was trying to say is that, um, how do I say this subtly? It were not necessarily planned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I wasn't necessarily ready. Mm-hmm. Um. So, <laughs> so I was very confused, and I wasn't sure.
2: Yeah,
1: of how I wanted to proceed.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, mm-hmm. but I had to come to the understanding that you are not, you may not have been designed by me, but God designed you for this time and this purpose. Yeah, that you are not an accident. That's what I was trying to tell myself. Mm. You are not just... In my eyes, you may be an oops or not planned, but you are not an accident. Mm. That's what his telemonka means, you know? Mm-hmm. He purposely gave the child to me at this time, in this circumstance, directly to me and your dad for a specific reason. That was what that mean. That name means to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandma and grandpa and then Uncle Ben, they sent their name. They, were, they did not... Um waiver or give us multiple names, you know mm-hmm. they sent in fact grandpas they sent grandpa sent his name, not even knowing if you were a boy or girl,
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, uh-huh. so even if we were a boy it would have been called such, you know mm-hmm. because again, you know. This is how God planned it. Without knowing what I was saying in my mind, I not by design.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You are not. You are. You are not. You know. You are not an accident. He also knew that we were barely. We barely knew each other. Myself and your dad. You know, and then the next thing we're having a child, a baby. So he was like, "Whoa," you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Whoa. And he said, "This must be how. This must be the way it pleases God, and that's what your name means." Mm-hmm. You know, because I I honestly, you know, when I was pregnant, everybody was saying, oh, it's going to be a boy. So many people were convinced that it's going to be a boy, you know. Um, And he says, no, this is the way God wants it. Uh, Uncle Ben, I think, is the one person who might have um, had to, you know, think more about your name because he wasn't supposed to be there at your birth. Mm. We were visiting London briefly. For two days and continue on to New York. To have you? <laughs> you know, uh, he passed out when he was <laughs> with me in the labor room. The rule of of God as a healer in your life cannot be, you know, do not have been lost to him. You know,
2: yeah.
1: Hence the chibog, you know. So, um, and, and so that's yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. To wrap up, my name, you named me my name because it solidified, it affirmed my birth for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Grandpa. It's not just your birth. It solidified your conception. Mm. Yes. Solidified your conception.
0: Grandpa, Arch- on your side, named me my name because he knew that my sex would be otherwise than what the doctor said
2: mm-hmm.
0: that although the topic was kind of quick that mm-hmm. it you know was as it should be and then Uncle Ben named me my name because
1: solidified your delivery your birth
0: time
1: mm-hmm. we call your name we reaffirm that to ourselves
0: my middle names I definitely feel like I I truly em- embody those two names because when I think about um I, I do feel like when I think about it in the pre-colonial meaning and even in the post-colonial meaning, it does give me a lot of like peace knowing that my personal Chi and my God are my healers, and those are the
1: that's,
0: that is who I should follow, not anybody else.
1: Thank you. Exactly.
0: Because I do feel like a lot of things that I want to do, a lot of the vision that I have, a lot of things that I'm interested sometimes for other people it can seem like, you know, it doesn't make sense or it's too risky or mm-hmm. it's too out there or different. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I think about my name, it's, it's like, you know, quite literally, it's meant to be that way and that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I should... Only listen to my God, my personal chi, and then when I think about Kaosu um, Sochuku, I also think that like that that affirms my personality as well. That my my interests and my personality and the way that I am is as it pleases God. You know, like I wasn't. I may be, you know, to some people, look a little bit too out there or not not fit the status quo but it's you know that is quite literally as it pleases God for me to be the way that I am
1: mm-hmm. you are definitely not average that's for sure yeah you know and you bring a very good point which is that she is something personal
2: yeah
1: even in Christianity it says that uh, faith and salvation is a personal relationship with God God is so big that we can all have a part of Him. But it is not about belonging to a group. It is you and Him in a relationship. Mm. You know? So when we say the chi part in the Igbo tradition is actually your personal chi.
2: Yeah.
1: You know? Uh, there's a slight, even though it's the same thing, but when we say chuku, generally chuku means uh The God of all. Yeah.
2: You
1: know, while the chi is that identifying that personal relationship you have with him, that my chi, almost as if you can say my spirit or my soul.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You
1: know, so um, with the chi bogo, of course, it all reflects to God, the general, everlasting, you know, sovereign god that we worship but the 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 chief part is in all of this my personal guide my soul my spirit mm-hmm. my god mm-hmm. the one that i have relationship with
0: you know everybody is still an individual so both can coexist like you can be a part of a community but at the end of the day there is this there is a personal guide for every person and i think it's i think it's really like profound that people understand that and value that so much to name people names mm-hmm. to remind them that they have their mm-hmm. own spirit their own personal you know their own personal guide their own personal relationship with god that may not always fit what somebody else is telling you you know i mm-hmm. feel like if you name when you name somebody that you you also have to Taking the fact that even the thing that you think or you may want for that child or that person, mm-hmm. there is their there is their personal chi that comes before that. There's their personal chi that may that may you know show them something that you can't see yet. Oh yes, but it's it's still is valid. It's still important enough to follow. It's it's it still holds weight.
1: Yes, ultimately, and you know what? With wisdom and um, hindsight, or you know, revelation, I think that 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 should be, as, at least as a parent, I think that that should be our ultimate desire for our, for our children. You know, um, that you know, we often try to mold and remote and direct and, you know, mm. whatever it is. Sometimes we even try to, um, implement our dreams and our, whatever through, through our children, what we, we didn't, we didn't achieve. We want that. We want to push that dream onto our children. Correct. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, at the end of the day, um, praying, that we have the humility and understanding to um, play our role, supporting what the chi mm. has in in store for that child,
2: mm.
1: instead of trying to move that child away from their chi to our. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You know, and I'm not saying I have that full wisdom and I implement it all the time, but that's one of the reasons why I keep telling you, you all. Um, when the music is playing, don't sit down. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is, you know, music of life in every circumstance, explore it, you know? Don't be on the fence. Don't be too afraid. Don't be too shy. Um, go with you first. Yeah. You know? Mm. But if my your family, your desire, society's expectation being in the background to guide you mm-hmm. because you're not alone. Mm-hmm. But ultimately you sleep with yourself. Your chi is within you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I know from my own life that once you do that, you, which 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 align with what your chi supports, even if the rest of the world is not seeing that, you ultimately are at peace. Yeah, But if you do
0: to kind of continue and push it towards let's finish with like our family so the naming of my siblings who named those people (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the story behind naming those people
1: okay so I've given you the story behind yours
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yes Mm -hmm. um, my my parents sent the name you know, I understand that it was actually between grandma and grandpa, they sent the name, but I know that, I understand that it was grandma that, you know, came mm. up with that name. Mm. You know, the love, the love that God, God has for us continues to grow, you know, for Ozamaka. Then daddy and I came up with the name Ozamaka. You know? Because we were on a new path in our life. We just relocated to New York at that time. We were starting our life Fresh,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: already were into our thirties. It wasn't easy. Yeah, we. I You. Mean, I've told you about how we in disagreement about where to be and how to move forward as a family. Yeah, I wanted to stay in Nigeria. He was. He wanted to come to the US. So that difference opinion and the fact that we are here, Her name was almost like a prayer, if you like. You know, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And wish, I mean, you wish and you hope that our, over, our path our part here will we'll be, be good beautiful good that's Zamak yeah you know so that's why we named our Zamak if an anya true and God's love for us will continue to grow
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know and um, we had them um, lost a child mm-hmm. before a base conception it was hard it was um, during the last year of my you know, school and, and um taking a board exam.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I remember just being so defeated. You know, alone with them um, two young children and just really struggling. Our circumstances were financial circumstances were not good and emotional support was missing.
0: And then I had that
1: and um it was just an affirmation for me that... There is glory.
2: that
1: mm. the glory of God remains intact. You know? Mm-hmm. So that was what that was for. was uh, was... Yes.
0: And you know the thing that I always find like really... Like... I don't even know what to say. I don't want to say scary or eerie, but almost like wow. The year that you had that miscarriage was 2000 and... 2000 or 2001?
1: 2000.
0: And Bube was born... 2002. And she was born a day before... She was born two years and a day before that miscarriage. Yes. Like her and... Ekene have essentially the same birthday yes so I always find that like so
1: yes. after I lost Ekene I didn't I was too afraid I didn't even want to try having another child you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then Ekene's birthday was is actually December 16th
2: mm-hmm.
1: I mean if she was born you know
0: at the so, time that she uh, should have come, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, is just, um, she's just that I didn't want to, I was conscious of the fact that I didn't want to name her anything that would continue to raise questions and bring that loss back,
2: yeah. You know, mm-hmm.
1: so because remember, I told you that we we name children, you know according to circumstances of best, mm-hmm. So there's many options I could have taken, you know, so that everybody would um, yeah, would be like, oh my God, what happened? You know, mm-hmm. Just, I want to turn it around into something positive. And of course, so that she would, she would in that tradition and that belief, live positively. She will be the things if you like. Yeah, you know? yeah. This event is to the glory. Of God, and the yeah. glory of God remains
2: and shines through me at all
0: times. Yeah. You know? So important to me. But I do feel like her being born, like literally, you know, Ekene's birthday was the twenty. Well, the day that she was actually born was August 25th. Anyway. And Bube's uh-huh. birthday is August 24th. Exactly. Like, when when she was first born, I was almost like, is this Ekene coming back? That's the first thing I thought when Bube was born.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then. Yeah. Afterwards, I was just kind of like, I feel like, um, you know, Bube's birthday being on that day is such a, is you know, like you said, very much on purpose, like not by Mm -hmm. accident. There's Mm -hmm. any other day that she could have been born, like any other day of the year she Mm could have been born. And, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Very much so. And each birthday of hers, now less and less, you know, I try not to um, keep it about celebrating her rather than, you know,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: feeling the hurt of losing a child. You know, but um, I'm able to do that more now. But at first, it was it was painful, yeah, and joyous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because this is the joy, then the next day you remember. Or even before. In fact, that month I just, you know, go to Facebook. It's never lost. Her,
2: name.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, her other name is Muamaka. Is in people, it's it's a is a wonderful thing to have a child. A child is a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's what Muamaka means. Mm-hmm. But the the literal translation is this child is beautiful. <laughs> 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 and she, <laughs> she we came out beautiful. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. She was. It was almost like if there was any beauty set left in me, and Daddy God just put it together and threw it on this one person. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Plus that is the sister's name. Yeah. So that was from their side of the family. said <laughs> the family, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then. Um, like you write the point that has one uh your brother. mm-hmm um, after we we we, we it was it we took a you know a breather and and um relaxed a little bit in the sense that confidence came back, you know, mm-hmm. fear was was quenched and uh. The next time around we were it was a planned conscious you know effort. And so it is a child that we really truly of course we desired every child, but it's not anything like a plant. let's put it that way, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But it happened to be so of course we, we looked for a name that was put all of that together. And what better name that put all of that together than your grandpa's name? Yeah. My father-in-law is, you, know, you know, so it's wonderful. in the name of the name, it represents what, how we plan for him and in the hopes of his future, it represents also who we hope that he would grow up to be like and mm. remind us of. Mm. Because my father-in-law, um, from his books and from accounts of my dad and everybody, was really an awesome warm intelligent approachable friendly um, person you know very uh, what's the word Uh, robust
2: Mm.
1: you know I heard I had the laughter that could carry across Mm. he smoked his cigar the this you know best of (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um,
1: attitude and he was sharp and he was a writer, and was, you know, had a, a, had a way with words. So, um, yeah. And, um, honestly, uh, when I was pregnant for him, we had to say it. I dreamt that he, before he was born, I dreamt that my father-in-law has, in a dream, father-in-law came mm-hmm. and told me that this child is a boy, and I'm, and I'm blessing. You know, I'm, 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 I have my hands on this. Wow! I had no doubt what I had this, so that he was a boy. I was sure. I mean, you may say that, but I really was. You know, it was one of those things. I have prayed for him. I have asked God for him. He was supposed to. He was, I was. I was giving him a one percent chance on having a child. Remember?
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Between eight and everything, you know. So for sure, I said, if God is allowing this to happen, then He must be. You know. He's not a liar. He, he, he's not man. He doesn't make mistake. He must be, he's worth confirming um, who he is.
0: So when grandpa came, okay, so when my grandpa came to you in your dream, did you, did you, did you physically see him?
1: Mm, no, but I can tell you, okay, I saw a tall man who was dark or whatever, a short man, no. Yeah. But it's that, I know I was sleeping and I know it was that, I went that such thing that, you know, I I, mean, I told daddy, Judge your daddy's <laughs> <he's> involved.
0: <doing bald." laughs> what did
1: daddy say? You <laughs> looked at me like I was losing my mind. My... <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so, yeah. Okay, so that wraps it up. Right? You
0: didn't finish with Buffer's middle name.
1: Oh, I'm Victor, of course. He is victorious. Uh again, he's one child that is named after two people, you know. Um, the name is Victor. Again, after my brother's uh, English name. You know, he's the one child that has English name in the whole family. Yeah, I know. The only one. You know, the only one that has English name. I kept looking for the word well, the English name Victor, which there are many, you know. Mm-hmm. Um DK uh, were things I considered, you know, but it mm. just quite didn't get it. DK was, it's kind of like Victor, um, tied out, or, or, but it wasn't quite, it seemed a little too um, harsh, yeah. you know, if you like, yeah, for him. I wanted, his victory wasn't in the physical for me.
2: Mm. You
1: know, I wasn't looking for this decay in evil means like a warrior, you know, you'd mm. stern and fierce. That mm. wasn't what I wished for him. I wanted his victory to be subtle and, you know, guided. So that's why, and of course, you know, your grandmother's victory Victoria, it was just, um, at this point, um, grandma had just passed away. Yeah when I was pregnant with him,
2: Hmm.
1: you know, um, so he brings together the two sides of the family, the two um, persons in the family that we really hope and pray that he grows up to be. Yeah. To enjoy life like his grandfather, to be um, wise like his grandfather, to be friendly and Affectionate and community person like his grandfather. And yet, the um, gentle and show victory in his gentleness and the roughness like my mom.
2: Mm.
1: You know? Mm. You, you wouldn't hear my mom. If my mom talks to you, the person sitting next to you would not hear her. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. But in that
1: softness of her voice, there was such a strength in it. You know, mm. so those are the two, you know, parts that I wanted to kind of combine and play, and then of course AMB
0: himself. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think it's so interesting because um, Before kind of acts like an old man, and he's the he's the one person where his name comes from grandparents. I feel like I almost feel like that has a is come through in his personality because he's very he doesn't act like his age he's not like like quickly um jumpy or in, like impressed by like everything around him he likes to rest he likes to have his alone time mm-hmm.
1: absolutely when I went to nigeria he was playing with all the other kids mm-hmm and then after an hour, he will come home and you we were like, oh my God, yeah, ain't you, you have all these friends to play with? He says, no, he's had enough playing. He needs to spend a long time, you
0: know? Yeah.
1: So he's one person that, his strength his actually comes, not physical, but you know, yeah. strength is in himself, yeah. He, he's one person that can tell you I've had enough of stimulation. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of, of being people yeah you know I've had enough of eating whatever Even yeah you, say it again, you know yeah he's not yeah his own. his limits
0: very, uh, he sees his limits yeah
1: oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah and it's not he's not uh, like you said he's not a follower
2: yeah
1: you know? it's not a follower at all it's not a follower at all and it's yes, and his mannerisms is kind of old, you know. Mm. That's old. He doesn't, he doesn't get too excited.
0: Yeah, he does really act like an old man. His mm. his expressions mm-hmm. are quite um, reserved.
1: Yeah. So this has been a very interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I cried here and there. I don't know what's
0: it's okay.
1: But, but um see this is why I enjoy having such discussion. It's such a blessing to have to to have the opportunity to even though you're my child, to 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 share things at this level with you.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, to be vulnerable, to be strong, to be um, to explore new things,
2: to express knowledge, to be the student.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be your student.
2: Same. Mm.
0: Well, Thank you, my love. I've learned a lot from this conversation. Um, okay. But let's just wrap up the last couple of thoughts, maybe mm-hmm. with a name that you really, really love and I'll say a name that I really, really like?
1: Hmm. I really, really love.
0: Or at least, or at least maybe like, maybe a name that you've heard or somebody that you've met and their name really stuck with you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. You know, there's a name that I like, that I like, um, that it, 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 surmises how I, what brings me joy. Mm-hmm. And that name is Somadina.
0: I've never heard that name before.
1: Somadina. Yes. It's um it's almost a a a a different way of saying no man is an island.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: love human interaction.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um my joy is not complete when the joy of those around me are not at the same level as mine.
2: Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: I always say, latelyly, I always say metaro, so that means uh, when I rub uh, against you skin to skin, mm-hmm. it increases my joy, you know, mm-hmm. and funny enough, it's one of those things that we are beginning to lose, and I thought we don't lose completely with this coronavirus thing, yeah, but I'm that person, I'm sure you can speak with that. I'm that person that loves the noise of humanity, yeah, you know the robust net and robustness of you know, a full house.
0: I was just going to say,
2: yeah.
1: Noise and and, um, we don't all have to be at the same level, but I prefer that to silence. I I always feel, I don't feel completely joyful until I share with somebody else.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and so somadina means um, some is my alone, Mm you know, Um, Adina means uh, living alone. You
2: know?
1: May I not be alone. You know?
0: Somadina.
1: Somadina. So sometimes it's given to um, uh, people who are twins. Mm. Yes. You know? Or, um... Or where they are, somebody has lost a child before so you are born, mm. you know, it's almost to say, May um, other children come after me, mm. after me, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. So that we we'll be alone as a child, mm. you know, uh, when you're wishing others to join you, yes, that's it, you yeah. know, you're beckoning others to join you and commune with you and be with you and provide you, you know, the wholesomeness of a community. Be, in a sibling or in a family
2: or whatever. I feel
0: like you know? our favourite names are similar but almost on the opposite spectrum of each other. Mm-hmm. My, the name that I think about a lot that sticks with me is um, Elozinam.
1: El- El- uh oh.
0: Which means, El- Zin- yeah, do not forget me. I feel like it's similar to that name but on the opposite sh- spectrum. So yours is, let people, um, let me, like, enjoy with other people. Let me, like, yes, have yes. people to convene with. You know? And then...
1: Yeah. May, I, may I attract others to me? May, may I not be alone in my joy? Yeah. Like, Whatever I do, yeah.
0: And then I feel like I like Zenam because... It's like, how can you say that person's name and... Not think about what it means. Like every time I hear that name, I because I, sometimes you'll say people's names and you know what it means, but at the moment you're not re- you're not really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, But every time I hear that name, I'm always thinking about like, wow, you know, this is somebody. It reminds me to not forget that person, and then it also reminds me that sometimes you can be around people and be forgotten like yep. so we, okay. yeah so
1: it's
0: yeah so it's okay so it's not I see what you mean. it's not enough to just be around people it is that people should you know like because i feel like i feel like i'm sure people are named Elozinam in different circumstances mm-hmm. um but when i think about the name i always i always think about it like You know, if I named a child That it would be so that When they are around people When they are around their family When they are at home That they're not You know, they're not a shadow on the wall They're actually there People are actually seeing them People are actually remembering them People I find it like I find it like such a Like sweet, endearing name You know you, You introduce yourself to somebody Somebody says What's your name? And your name is Elozenam. Like
1: yeah. oh wow. <laughs> you know
0: yeah. what I mean? Like how yeah. you know what I, I mean?
1: Yeah. Can be you can be part of a crowd. But you can be in the crowd, but not part of the crowd.
0: Exactly. And I know that like, you know, the full name is uh truque right? <laughs> Most yeah. of the time. So in that context it's, okay. it's mainly about like God, you know. Not forgetting you But the first time I heard it I didn't hear it in its full context So I thought about I just thought about it as Just purely Like the shorter version um, And I just think like I don't know I I really feel like Igbo names are so profound Because somebody really Woke up one day And named Whoever the first person was To name their child that It's just It's just quite a profound thing To to, you know, every time you, every time you greet somebody, you're introducing mm-hmm. yourself as do not forget me. Yes. I, I, I don't know anyone with that
1: name, but I can imagine, I can think, knowing the custom and the tradition, I can, I can imagine that that name would have come from where one feels I've been asking God for something for so long, and mm. finally, this is my time.
2: Mm. Do you understand?
1: Mm. Yeah. Or an appeal, you know? Mm-hmm. That we, you you know you're asking God for something, and then during that circumstance, you know you have a child. You're saying to God, "Please don't forget me." Mm. You know, mm. you know two windows of or two windows on them You know,
2: yes.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It's-, it's for someone that that knows the language and understands the name. on them Wow, that's true. Okay.
0: Thank you for listening. We will see you on our next episode.
1: Ciao. And keep Nem and me forefront in your uh, podcast.
0: Yes. Bye bye. Thank you for joining us on the Nem and Me podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share, and we'll see you next week.